right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Speak to the Beak. I am Tim the Furs. I'm joined by Joe Wilson. So you know we're get, we're here to talk some puck. Joe, how you doing? It's pretty beautiful outside here on Long Island. How about where you're at? Yeah, it's a very nice day over here in Hartford. Okay. I'd say so, but um, I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? Yeah, I mean, uh, pretty good, because I'm on here with you, which means I'm not doing uh, homework, so I'm avoiding some responsibility yeah. there. So it's always a good time to do that every once in a while. Last time I checked, the I Mets agree. were uh, getting killed, so that's great. Or it was 4 nothing last yeah. time I checked. Peterson's getting lit up. It's expected. Yeah, I know. I know. But we're unfortunately, we're not here to talk about how the Mets should fire Luis Rojas and fire Buck, uh, hire Buck Showalter immediately. But, you know, if you want to hear about that, Monday morning coming up, me and Keith. So here's what we got for you today. Obviously, we got some more trade speculation. Me and Joe are baffled how not a single person has gotten traded between the last time I spoke to this guy. The deadline's in, like... Well, it's kind of late. So the deadline's in like three days, and not one man has been traded. Very bold. Um, but we're here with some more rumors, obviously, of course, and some more speculation, so big fan of that. Uh, but before we get into that, you know, the usual things, check out the website, beakbrands.com. Written content. Podcast is up. The Jets just traded Sam Darnold. You're a football guy. My thoughts are up on the uh, website, so you can go check that out. Number two, follow Beak, Beak Brands, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. That's where you can interact with me and Joe. I actually, some, someone actually decided they wanted to comment on my football post, so we were going back and forth because apparently Joe Douglas is a terrible general manager because he's had one draft and the Jets didn't win the Super Bowl last year. So don't be a clown, but, you know, listen, I'm here if you want to talk. Um, number three. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're watching on YouTube, you obviously me and Joe, you see us right now. Hit the subscribe button. Right, if you're not on YouTube and you're more of an audio guy, follow and or subscribe on Apple and Spotify. We're getting up there with our subscribers, but you got to help us out. All right, and then number four, which is a personal request, tell your friends, tell your family. We have a good time here. We're short. We're to the point. We also like to have a fun time, as you guys know, if you're returning for another episode. So, Joe, you ready to do this thing? Yes, sir. He was born ready. So, <laughs> let's hop right into it. Obviously, if you follow hockey, you know what's going on in Vancouver. If you don't follow hockey, we can fill you in. So, as of right now, <laughs> which is April 7th, the Vancouver Canucks have 25 positive COVID cases. I guess I'll read a little statement here about what's going on. So as of today, quote, this is a direct quote. As of, as of today, 25 individuals have tested positive and the source of infection is confirmed variant. A bunch of medical stuff, blah, blah, blah. Among the 25 positive cases are 21 players, three of which are from the taxi squad and four members of the staff. One additional player is considered a close contact. <clears throat> They're going to do a bunch of contact tracing, and they're going to say, like, they pretend to care about the player's health. Okay, blah, blah, blah. So, Joe, if you're the NHL, because obviously Vancouver is not playing a game for the foreseeable future because their entire yeah. roster has COVID. If you're the NHL, what do you do with the Canucks? Uh, just throw them out the window for this season. 
in my honest opinion. They're, they're done. Just lock them down. Throw them away. Uh, yeah, so obviously, I, I don't... They, are they going to play a full... Well, not they're not playing a full season to begin with, but are they going to play like a full season for this year, the 56 games? I don't really see how they could, to be honest. I mean, if they got a bunch of games packed in, and like, I don't even like remember like the day the season ends tbh but i don't think that they can play that many games in like that amount of days and like get to the amount of like get to the number of games in the season yeah i don't know I mean, right now if you look at the standings uh which yeah, i have eight points back yeah they are eight points back as joe said of the last playoff spot so it's not like they're at well, i mean that's like, you know, it's four games, but like, they're not out of it. They're not buried. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure, who is it? Anaheim is like a million games back in the West. They have 31 points and the Coyotes are in fourth. They have 43. So they're like double digits. So they're not that far you back. Can, you can look at Buffalo. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not even an NHL team. So <laughs> yeah. I like how, I really like how we're not a, a Buffalo based podcast and they seem to make an appearance literally every episode. Uh, so that's just pretty funny. So if you're a Buffalo Sabres fan, we're sorry, but it just has to be done. Um, so yeah, I don't know if they're going to play the season out like for them, but what I would be worried about if I was the NHL would be, I don't care about Vancouver, but like, what if, you know, they have scheduled games coming up against, I don't know, pick random teams in their division, you know, Edmonton, Montreal, and whatever, the Jets, because that's pretty, that's pretty tight right now in the middle of that division. Yeah. And let's say Edmonton beats out Montreal by three points or whatever, but Montreal still had two games left to be played against Vancouver. Are you going to make Montreal play those two games against Vancouver to then see what the seeding was and then start the playoffs? Like, you going to make the whole league wait, or are you just going to say – Screw it. Like, we don't have time for this. That's actually such a tough predicament. I didn't even think about that. Because, like, honestly, I feel like the league's just going to say, screw it, and just, like, move right past it. But, like, I feel like that's, like, mad unfair to, like, the other teams in the division for, like, seeding, like, situation. That's what I mean. So, you think they'll still throw it out the window despite that? Uh, that's my main yeah. concern. I don't know. I think they would. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be yeah, tough. What if Vancouver comes out, because they're well-rested, and they just steamroll the first, like, three teams they play, and they're right back in it? No shot. <laughs> no shot. <laughs> That'd be insane. That'd be crazy, but no shot. Oh, man. We need an over-under on that. I'm sure you could bet that somewhere, like the amount of games that they play until they lose one after they come back from this COVID thing. From COVID. But yeah, it's, nuts for that. It's, it's crazy. Like, I'm surprised they haven't made them play with, like, their AHL affiliate or something just to play games. Because, like, 25 uh, – so 21 players, right? I mean, if you that think about – If you think about it, right, you're skating – Three guys on a line for forwards. You have four lines. That's 12 guys right there. And then you're only skating six defensemen. That's 18 guys. <laughs> and then you have two goalies. That's 20 guys. You literally have the entire roster plus the guys on the taxi squad have and COVID. Coaches on the bench. That's crazy. When the Marlins had the COVID thing last year for baseball, they made like 60-plus transactions in like – 
a, a two days to like field a team to throw out there because MLB was just like, listen, we're getting the season in no matter what, so you need to just call up random <laughs> dudes. I'm surprised they haven't made Vancouver do that. Yeah, I'm surprised too. I'm surprised that like their whole team just got it like that, like this far into the season. Oh, uh, you know, a group of guys definitely messed up. They definitely did something yeah. they were not supposed to do, and they just gave <laughs> it to everybody else. Yeah, that's probably you're probably right. So here's a random thing that we didn't discuss before we started doing this, but it's tough. It's a point to bring up actually, because obviously we know what happened in the NBA where. You know, Rudy Gobert did the whole, like, touch all the mic stuff, and then, you know, everyone got COVID because of him. He was the first COVID guy. Uh, do you th- and it kind of, like, fractured his relationship with Donovan Mitchell for a while, or it still could be. I don't know. They seem like they made up because they're winning. But do you think this will affect Vancouver next year? Like, guys in the locker room are just – because they know who it was. Can, you be, can it be yeah, like, yeah, we don't trust to. this guy? Yeah, I feel like it's definitely a possibility because, like, 37 games into the season and it's like the season's almost over you're more than halfway through it and you get like a group of guys just mess around and throw the whole season away you like you like you can't like not be frustrated and mad over that while you're in the middle of a playoff push no less it's not like you're buried in last place <laughs> yeah that's true too yeah, and I they don't were. Know. weren't they in a playoff spot they were in the, the four spot until montreal Montreal came back, won a game, and then Vancouver lost there, like, one or two games, and then they had COVID, and now they haven't played in, like, nah, it's been over a week, I think, right? Yeah, I think so, too. I think that news broke Tuesday of last week before we recorded, but we didn't know how many guys had it, so we were just like, ah, let's see what happens, because at the time, it was, like, one or two guys, and then fast forward, you know, six days, and the entire organization (laughs) has COVID, (laughs) so. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. I don't know. That's an interesting thing to look out for uh, if you're a hockey fan in general. A couple other things here. Buffalo won a game last week. They won two games, actually. but They, they won two games. You called it that they were not going to lose to the Flyers, and they did not. They did not. I Flyers, I'm telling you, something's up this season. Yeah, I don't They're know just, what's going just, on with them. They started off the season doing pretty, like, not even like well like they did this like previous season just like where like people would expect them to be and then they've just really fall like fallen off the last like two two three weeks yeah they have they they just don't play any team defense i feel like the amount of times i've yeah, seen no, like no. two on ones or two on o's or guys just like wide open in front of the net it's like how does this, this is like yeah. when you're playing you know your little brother in nhl on xbox like how do you get this many opportunities in a pro game i don't get it yeah i agree and, like, Carter Hart and Brian Elliott just don't look well at all in that. I see. They're also being left out for dead. <laughs> they are. <laughs> because, they are. like, the amount of times that, you know, they yank one to put the other guy in, and then he's just getting shelled also. It's like, it doesn't matter who's in goal. Like, you're in trouble. Yeah, their confidence can't be high at all, so. No. So I Can't blame them. Yeah. Look, go Buffalo, go. Love to see it. They also beat the Rangers. My friend is a diehard Rangers fan. Yeah, Livid. Like to see that too. Livid. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a game, if you're the Rangers, that you can afford to lose. That's funny, too. It's just funny all around. Yeah. That's like when uh, the Astros were tanking all those years ago to get all those first-round picks, and they were losing like 110 games a year. 
Like, you knew when you had to play Houston, like, you could not lose to them. Like, you had to beat them at least two times out of three in a series. So that's what it's like playing Buffalo. They got a, they got two wins last week. It's just funny because they're a clown show. Uh, and then obviously, well, not obviously, because I just saw it like 30 or 40 minutes ago. Uh, Connor McDavid, fourth fastest player to 350 assists, tying Bobby Orr. So what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's pretty nuts. I mean, we all know Connor McDavid's the best player in the league and has been the best player in the league for like the past three years. I was going to say three, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd say three years too. But yeah, I mean, it's expected he's just going to continue reaching insane milestones and like passing all these legends and like time and like how many points he gets. It's going to be interesting to see where how many points he ends up with this season. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and look, on the bright side with that, he only needs 1,613 more assists to tie Wayne Gretzky for most all time. Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, it's not <laughs> happening. There is no yeah. way that that no, is. How old is Connor old. McDavid? Connor McDavid, I think he's 24. All right, hold on. I'm going to look it up right now. 24, 25. Connor McDavid, age. 25. Uh, oh, see, this says 24 on here. 24, yeah. Yeah, so here we go. So he's 24 years old. So if he wanted to catch Wayne Gretzky, he either have to average 100, goal, 100 assists a year until he's 40, or, see, what did I say, 1,613? Let's say he plays yeah. till he's 45. So what is that, 20 more seasons? He'd only have to average 80 assists a year for 20 more seasons. How insane is that? And he hasn't averaged, he hasn't had more than 75 assists in a season yet. So, Listen, it's just time to that. turn up. It's just time to turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to start putting up video game numbers. Yeah, Hopefully. I want to see Edmonton go far in the playoffs. I feel like that'd be exciting. That would be exciting to watch them play because, listen, we know no one's catching Gretzky on that. So, like, the least we can do is get McDavid deep in the playoffs so some other guys can watch him play. For sure. I agree. We're going to slide on over here. A little puck out of here questions. Last week we rebounded. Joe was pucking with a few more questions than he did the previous week. So, you know, it's always good to rebound. Not everyone can have an up week every week. Um, so here we go. I asked Joe a question. He tells me I puck with that or puck <clears throat> out of here. You guys know the rules at this point. Or if you're new to the show and you don't know the rules, it's pretty self-explanatory. So here we go. All right, Joe. Question number one. According to the NHL rumor mill here, Henrik Lundqvist is hopeful to return this season. So he had open heart surgery. He was supposed to be the Capitals' starting goaltender, right? He has not played a game for them this year, obviously. They thought he was going to miss the whole year. He's been working out, obviously. I'm sure you've seen video of him. I've seen video of him kind of getting ready. It's been light stuff, but he's a goalie. Um, So, simple question. Henrik Lundqvist will start a playoff game for the Washington Capitals this season. Puck out here. Yeah, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think so at all. At all. Why not? Um, why not? Because, like, 
just feel like open heart surgery is a pretty huge deal. Yeah. And to yeah. just like <laughs> 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 and uh just feel like even though he does have a ton of playoff experience, no rings though. Um it's gonna be uh it'd be good to have him in the locker room instead of like Vanacek since he's just a rookie, but like I think for the valuable playoff games where you don't really wanna lose maybe if they play him in the regular season beforehand if that like if he gets back in time that uh and if he plays well then they would maybe but i just feel like samsonov can uh carry his own weight throughout the playoffs so you don't see if you don't foresee a uh that madden video where greg jennings breaks his leg and then carries the team on his back you're not you don't see that brian mcclonquist no, <laughs> no I, I don't see that happening where does that video rank all time for you? Because I love that video. <laughs> uh, definitely top 20. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty top good. 20. It's pretty good. It is. Um, so for me, I'm torn on this question, and I'll tell you why. Now, yes, open heart surgery, real bad. Uh, I'm glad he's even Huge. out there skating. Like, good for Huge him. Huge incident, for sure. Yeah. Uh, even if he's ready to play, I don't know if, like, the Capitals training staff is going to clear him to, like, go out there. Because if something happens to this guy, that's it, a tough they are screwed. The yeah, that's not yeah, good. That's <laughs> that is not good. All right, you don't want a situation where, like, Trent Williams had cancer on the Redskins, and then they were just like, no, you don't have cancer. And he was like, yeah, like, I have cancer. And like, no, nah, you're fine, you're fine. Like, no, like, that can't happen. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, but... It would be cool, though, for him because the Capitals are a really good team. And now that he's off the Rangers, he's allowed to win a ring. So if he were like, come out here and just carry them like all the way to the Stanley Cup, that'd be pretty sweet if it's not going to be the Islanders. Yeah, it would. It definitely would be funny if he won a ring on a different team than the Rangers. That would be, that'd be hysterical. Yeah, that's like the ultimate clown move, like Tom Brady this year. Like, yeah, I'm going to leave. I mean, yeah, I'll bring a bunch of guys with me, like – you know, <laughs> rosters loaded, and then we'll just kill the Chiefs, which made me very sad. All right, so that was question number one. Yeah. Question number two. Obviously, with as of the as I'm going to ask you this question, which is six twenty three Eastern Time PM. Um, no major name has been traded besides for Stall, but that was like two or three weeks ago now. So will Kyle Palmieri? he will be the first major name to be traded. He's been a healthy scratch the past, like, three or four games. Um, I, I can puck with that, for sure. I I hope so. I hope he gets traded to the Islanders. That'd be real cool. I'd be a fan of that, for sure. But I, I feel like it's between that and uh, Hall from the Sabres, because okay. I feel like them uh, also scratching him, and, like, I feel like a team's just going to get him for basically nothing just to, like, rent him out for the year. So I feel like that could also happen sooner rather than later. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, listen, they've scratched him ahead of time. I, it's got to be for a reason. Like, they have to be close to a deal with somebody, whether it's Carolina, the Islanders. They said Boston might be in on them. And those are all contending yeah. teams. So Boston someone, yeah, someone's going to be in on this guy. It's just a matter of time before he gets traded. Some, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some other notable names that have been added to the list. Uh, St. Louis Blues are open to trading Mike Hoffman and Tyler Bozak. 
So I know. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I know that would pique your interest. That's so why I didn't tell you about it before we started. So Bozak is a center, which he, the Islanders are not going to make a move on another center. Uh, yeah, but no, no obviously Hoffman fits with the pretty much every team that Palmieri fits in. Hoffman would also fit. So who would you rather have in any team, not just the Islanders? Who would you rather have, Palmieri or Hoffman? They're both uh, expiring contracts. Uh, I'd say, mm, uh, say, uh, oh. that's a tough one. I got him. I'd say, I'd, yeah, I'd say Palmieri. I'd say he's a better two-way player, and he could still put up twenty, twenty-five goals in a season. So. But, I mean, Hoffman's shot, that's kind of nuts. Like, I don't think Paul Mary has, like, the same shot. Like, sure, it's nice, but Hoffman's, like, one-timer on the power play. Like, the Islanders can, like, use that. But Wallstrom's been playing quite nice, so that's good. Yeah, they have. I'm, I'm also with you on Paul Mary, only because, like you said, two-way player, and that's what's going to win in the playoffs. Like, you're going to have to yeah, grind people sure. down. But if you just need straight-up goals, Hoffman's yeah, probably Hoffman the better bet. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, All right, I so agree. Joe's with it. Joe's on the Kyle Palmieri train being the first guy traded. Yeah, I like that. All right, so remember, we said when we first started this, we're going to try to convert or create some casuals. So we've been sitting on this for a while because I just love it. I love it. So this year, if you didn't see, I'm sure you did at this point, NHL wearing the reverse retro unis. Now, it's one thing to see them when they're on the mannequin, or the model guy that they picked up, you know, from the Abercrombie and Fitch, you know, store and just put some jersey on him. But it's another to see him in game action. So now that we're like, you know, 40-ish games in, give or take, where do you stand on the reverse retro jersey? So my question to you is this. The Anaheim Ducks have the best reverse retro jersey. Uh, talk out of here. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that because that's your favorite, but uh, I, I disagree. It's definitely, definitely one of the better ones, I'd say. It's just, I wouldn't say it's the best out of all of them, just because I I like Minnesota's a lot. I like the colorway of Minnesota's a lot. And also, I know I said Canucks before the podcast, but like, I'm, like, looking at it now, and I, like, really am a fan of the Kings. Like, I like the Kings purple ones, like, a lot. Throwback ones. Yeah. So, the Minnesota Wild with the North Stars colors is elite. Mm -hmm. So elite. It's so crisp. That's, that's like, I don't know. Like, the Ducks, that one, and the Nordiques are my three favorite ones. Like, to me, the Nordiques ones are just so clean with, like, the crisp white. And I just like the logo better than the Avalanche. Yeah. Avalanche should just scrap that, get it out of here, and just wear the Nordiques <laughs> one all the time. All the time. Yeah, I agree. I like theirs, too. Big I also like uh, St. Louis's, now that I'm like looking at it. There like, are some good ones like, out there. There are some real good ones. Yeah. I like St. Louis because like, the blue note and like the red background really makes it pop and stuff. I'm with you. I'm totally Bye. with you on that. So if you were going to buy one, which one would you buy? Which one matches Joe Wilson? Tell the people at I home. Want a, I want a Kaprizov Wild jersey. I'm not going to lie. Okay. But not, with their, not with their color, current color scheme because that, that's terrible. Yeah, no, the, yeah. the North Star color scheme only. I wouldn't cop a normal Wild jersey. Not it. <laughs> it's not worth it. 
That's so not worth it. Like I said, I'm a big Nordiques yeah. guy. But I'm also on... I'm really also on the... Where was it? I forgot. What, oh, the Calgary Flames with the horse head? Yeah. I love that, because it's got nothing to do... It's just a flaming horse head. Like, yes, sign me up for that right <laughs> no. now. It has nothing to do with the franchise, <laughs> at least, that I know of. But it's definitely cool. It is so cool. It is so cool. Like, I love stuff like that. Like, if you're going to have, a, like, an alternate jersey to me, it's got to be, like, really out of the ordinary, but, like, still true to the team. Like, the, all right, so the horse head's on fire. Like, all right, flaming. Got it. Noted. We're in. Some of them are so bad. And that's, we have a bonus puck out of here question today. That was a good transition by me right there. Ready? So here that we was, go. That was solid. The Devils have the worst reverse retro jersey. Yeah, I'd fuck with it. Yeah. It's ugly. Yeah, you go first, yeah. and then I'll rant after you. No, yeah, like you said, like, just not the colorway for a hockey game because the Christmas colors, it's just not it. And I feel like all the other ones are, like, pretty decent. Like, sure, like, some are boring. Like, the Islanders one's pretty boring. The Flyers kind of boring. Like, they're similar, just, like, change of colors and, like, where they are. But, like, the Devils is ugly. I think the... Um, Golden Knights one. I don't think that one's the best. Well, how can but you yeah. have a reverse retro jersey for a team that was just like, created? Yeah, <laughs> makes no sense. They were in I trouble thought... right from the get go. Yeah, they were. And red too. Like, doesn't make sense. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. At least it's better than the old all gold ones, in my opinion. So I'm going to go in on New Jersey right quick. I hate that uniform so much. I can't stand it. It's so bad. It's so bad. First of all, it's not Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally... All right, yeah. that, that would be cool if you wore it on, like, your the Christmas week game. Like, all right, red and green. Cool. It's Honestly, so it ugly. Cool for Christmas, but, yeah. that Especially since, like, the season's, like, going into, like, the nicer web, like gonna be going later it's about to be may like warmer weather yeah exactly <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's just i not can't the i can't all. with the jersey with the the new jersey uh uniform i can't do it whoever made that first of all should be fired it should be fired. That's number, one. number two whoever approved that after that person made it also needs to be fired how do you look at that and be like yeah we could they're you're red and black and now you're wearing red and green. Like, what are you doing? Like, ah, like Joe said, the Islander one, mad boring. It sucks. It's just like the Islander jersey with a different shade of blue. Terrible. But, like, all right, that's the Islanders. Like, that's their colors. Yeah. Doesn't look too bad on the ice, too. Yeah, it's like, it's all right. Like, it's just boring. Yeah, like, when you I see some of the other ones, it's just like, ah, it's boring. But, like, it works yeah, for the team. Yeah, like you could have you done way better, too. That, that's another thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and we have a cool reverse retro that we could have wore. But no, God yeah, forbid. Exactly. God no, forbid. Yeah. That got me tight. And like, you know, it could be, yeah, you look at some of these reverse retros, you know, like Nashville's like kind of the same, or Ottawa's got the all red, and you know, the Rangers have the Statue of Liberty, like Pittsburgh just says Pittsburgh on it, you know, like, yeah, I kind of jacked the Rangers like vibe with that, I don't, I didn't really like that either. Yeah. But like, like alright, they have the same Rangers color maybe. scheme, like it's got the team thing and on that, like, yeah, red and green. 
I can't. Yeah, they, all the other ones make sense. So bad. Like, they try to do what, like, the Patriots do, where, like, once a year they wear, like, the red uni with, like, the literal Patriot guy, like, hold, like, that is sick to me. But, like, red and green? Come on. Yeah, it's not good. I can't. I can't. I know. Some of them are bad. But, like, I have high standards for unis. Because, like, talking football for a second, to me, the Chargers uniforms are sick. I love yeah, they're fire. Yeah. The Carolina Panthers, electric blue and black, are sick. I love them. I, I just like exotic colors. Yeah, I agree. But, like, you're going to... Oh, I can't. Christmas. You're literally wearing Christmas jerseys in the middle of April. Make an Easter jersey, yeah, why don't you? It's not good. <laughs> make, yeah, Make I the devil head you. coming out of an egg. You know, you have the egg and the two horns coming out. Like, do, if you're going to be ridiculous, you might as well take it all away. I get heated about the the devil's jerseys. <laughs> All right, let's transition here. So it's time to wet the beak, Joe. We are thirteen and eleven yeah, on the yeah. year. We cannot seem to get a two and zero week to save our life right now. We split on every, and it's not like the other game we normally lose is a blowout, except for the Rangers, yeah. and then I took the Capitals last week. Like, it's always like, oh, lost in overtime, or like double oh, piping in like yo can you just stop <laughs> shafting us is that possible no the answer is no they don't so like i said we're 13 11 on the year we both split last week i got to pick first so i am gonna give you i guess i'll give you one game and then we'll switch back and forth so my first game these are for Word. these are for april 8th 2021 which is a thursday here we go pittsburgh plus 100 over the rangers uh, listen, this is easy for me. Pittsburgh's a better team. Don't really care how well the Rangers have been playing. They're both 6-3-1 and one in their last 10. However, Pittsburgh is 5-2 and two against the Rangers. And like I said, I've said this the very first time I picked Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh is on the positive side of the money line, I'm taking them every single time. I don't understand how they're ever on the positive side of the money line. So I'm going to go Pittsburgh plus 100. That's my first game. I like it. How about you? Um, my first game, I like the Capitals minus one thirteen against the Bruins. I like this one because the Capitals just dropped two pretty crucial games to the Islanders. Big wins by the boys, but um, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't see them dropping three in a row, especially to the Bruins, who have like been kind of underachieving to what I feel like people have thought they would do this season, even though they have had some injuries and stuff. But yeah think the capitals are the better team and the odds on honestly aren't too bad for the game minus 113 is not too shabby yeah not too shabby at all we got some good odds this week you know sometimes me and joe look at the games and we're just like oh we are in big trouble because there's a lot of odds that we don't like but this week there was some good ones so we're feeling pretty confident this week so if you're gonna bet this might be the week to do it just saying um my next game is gonna be winnipeg jets plus 118 Against the Canadians. Alright, Jets are currently in second place in the division. Canadians are in fourth, so they're two pretty good teams. Uh, however, the Jets are 4-2 and two against Montreal this year. They're 5-4-1 in their last 10, which you don't love. But they've had a handful of games against Toronto in there, and Toronto's really pulled ahead to be that number one seed in the Northern Division. Uh, and I don't know, I, I just really like Winnipeg. They just grind people down. They have physical guys. Yeah. They could skate. Like, I just yeah. like their team. 
I agree. Just need to step up the defense sometimes. But a little other bit, than that, yeah. yeah, I agree. Give Connor some help in that. But he's um, so good. my second, yeah, he's yeah. a solid tendy for sure. But uh, my second pick's gonna be the Predators. Uh, minus one fifty nine odds aren't the best, but I'm really hoping they pull it out after they. Uh, disappointed me last week and ended their six game winning streak when i decided to pick them <laughs> but they're playing the red wings and the red wings only have 13 wins this season so yeah i just really like the predators predators currently in fourth place in their Uh-oh. division just throwing it out there i really just... hope they trade someone that'll make it interesting you hope they trade someone yeah just like one person though yeah, well, especially because you said they weren't going to trade any of those guys. Or you didn't think they would trade nah, I, I, I said I'd see one, but since they're playing well, then my prediction would probably be right. So that's cool. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, here we go. Game of the weekend. I'm going to let Joe go first because I got to pick first, but he found a pretty good game on the schedule because I took a big rivalry game. So what do you got? Game of the weekend. Tell us what time, what day, so we can tune in. Game of the weekend is 2 o'clock afternoon game on Saturday between the Bruins and Flyers. This is kind of a huge game for the Flyers because if they don't win this, they fall back. They're already sixth in the East Division, and if they don't win this one, their playoff chances are looking real close to slim to none because in the Bruins would be uh, seven points ahead of them. Well, there's definitely some games in between like the weekend yeah. but just like saying as of now it would really uh doom the flyers chances and uh i think the bruins are gonna play really tough to try to compete with uh pittsburgh to maybe move into the three seed yeah listen i'm with you on that that's a big game actually for both teams because the rangers are kind of gaining ground on boston as we speak that's what i'm saying my game and oh, uh, oh sorry you go no continue continue oh uh, yeah um and boston has a uh, three games in hand on pittsburgh and only four points behind them for the three seed so they could definitely sneak up there if they play well they could definitely sneak up there is right uh but my second game is well my game of the weekend is excuse me my game of the weekend is actually a two game series you get to see the Islanders and the Rangers play each other two separate times this weekend. Once on Friday, once on Sunday. It's always a big rivalry game. As of this recording, at 6.39 on April 7th, the Islanders are tied for first place with the Washington Capitals. So obviously they could take control, depending on what happens with the Capitals, of first place in the division. Obviously the Rangers need these games, or at least one of them, if they want to kind of keep pace for that last playoff spot. So when two teams that have something to play for that don't like each other, especially the Islanders and the Rangers, are going to go at it, that's a game I want to watch. For sure. I agree. Definitely going to be some good ones, I hope. Yeah, I hope so. So over-under for both games, one-and-a-half fights. I'd say over. I can see one per game. One per Ooh, game. But me, uh, yeah, I could see one per game. Well, it depends if Ross Johnson plays, honestly. So that's, that's, that's a game changer. I feel like that's... Yeah. If, if he plays one of... Like, at least one of them, I think it's guaranteed that he throws with someone. 
He loves fighting the Rangers. He and I'm not going to lie. He fighting the Rangers. <laughs> he kind he kind of like almost like I wouldn't say lost but like lost his footing and like the like against the Flyers the last game like he kind of like lost like his first fight I've seen in like 3 years. So hopefully he's angry about that. Yeah. That's one way to get it started, right? Just like, let me fight this guy. Yeah. I almost lost my last one, so it's time to lay it on some <laughs> poor dude. That's what I'm saying. That'd be so funny. Oh, man. That'd be great. That would be great. But listen, that's going to wrap up today's episode. Obviously, I always give you a tease of next week's show. But first, we're going to recap. Go to the website, beakbrands.com. Follow Beak Brands, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can follow me, at Tim Ferdinand. You can follow Joe Wilson, at Joe Wilson, 24, two E's. Um, listen, subscribe on YouTube. Follow on Apple and or Spotify. And listen, do us a favor. Tell one friend. You know, just tell one. Maybe they'll like it. And then they'll tell another friend. You know, we'll pay forward there. So we're going to need you guys to help us out. So definitely do that for us. Uh, next week's show is after the trade deadline. So listen, someone has got to be traded by the next time oh, really? we speak to you. I hope so. Yeah. Imagine just, like, the worst trade deadline in, like, recent history. In the history like, of the NHL, yeah, yeah, that would be catastrophic. But don't worry. <laughs> Either way, even if it's a terrible trade deadline, we got you covered. That's, like, listen, if you're a down franchise, we can shell your team for not trading assets. We can do that. Trust me. Like, listen, long-time Mets fan. Joe, same thing. Islanders and the Mets. We are used to being the laughing stock of like major market cities where it's like we should be up here, but you know, we just act like we're down here. So if you're one of those teams and you don't make a trade, we sympathize with you. We can shell your front office. We're good at that. We're really good at that. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so that's what we got next week. But until then, me and Joe are gonna sign off and we will see everybody soon. Or you'll see us. Mm-hmm.